Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet, and welcome to the podcast. Love the Graps. It's um, it's about wrestling, professional wrestling. Yeah, not um, not amateur wrestling. Just rolling around in an alleyway. <laughs> is that is that what amateur wrestling is? Well, that's the most amateur of wrestling, isn't it? I'm I'm not sure that counts as wrestling. It does. Really? Yeah, when they gr- gr- grapple. Cornish wrestling. Yeah. What's that thing where they chase cheese down a hill? Does that involve wrestling? Probably not. No. no. It's a minority sport, though. I'd like to see professional cheese rolling. Yeah. Costumes. Who would be the Hulk Hogan of of cheese rolling? Um, Les Dennis. <laughs> um, love the Graps podcast. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. We're on How t- do we normally start this? Well, we we say where we've been. Oh uh, yeah. Why don't you say where we are? We're on tour. We're in London. That yeah. La- London. Yeah, that's how they pronounce we're it. We're in a listener's living room. Yeah. We're in So Soto. Soto. Um, Soweto. Soweto. Yeah. South Tottenham. Yep. Um, we are sat in Steve and Meg's living room. They're 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 very kind kindly having us. Yes. Say hi, we... Steve. Hello. That was Steve. Maybe the microphone picked that up. <laughs> I don't know. Probably did. Um and we have just got back from Revolution Pro Wrestling, Global Wars 2017, Night 2 in uh, Walthamstow. At the Assembly Halls. Yep. We assembled. And it is currently 11.48 in the evening. Yeah, we've been back a bit. Yeah, yeah, we've been back. About half an hour, three quarters Hanging out, had a cup of tea. Yeah. A few uh, chips. Had some chips, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a Rev Pro show. Uh, with a lot of the New Japan pro wrestling talent. We had some of the uh, Suzuki Gun. <laughs> we had some of the Los Ingobernables. <laughs> Los Ingobernables de Japón. That's the one. And uh, we had some of the Chaos. Chaos. Yeah, Los Los Chaos. And, and Yuji Nagar. Eugene was there. Yeah. <laughs> Old Eugene Nagar. Remember Eugene from WWF? Yeah. Nephew of um, Eric Nagata Bischoff. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. He um, still he looked a, a lot more in possession of his faculties. Mm. Not so insulting. Do you think Eugene from WWF would be considered a dad now? If you watched him wrestling, would you put him in the dad category? Well, I don't know. Um, I mean, it raises all sorts of questions about um, suitability as well, because... Well, I'm not into eugenics. No. So <laughs> well, it would, ne- it would actually be eugenics, eugenics. wouldn't it? Eugenics, yeah. 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 Um, so if he, if he was to, to reproduce, yeah, that's fine. Do you have to reproduce to be a dad? I don't think... No, you don't, no. No. Because you can adopt to be a dad. Yeah. You can become a stepdad. Can you just be kind of a, a mentor? Yeah, you can Would be that make a you father a dad? figure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really know that Eugene from WWE fits into that no. category. George Michael was a father figure. <laughs> he could be your father figure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't know whether anybody ever took him up on that, though. No. 
No. It was a weird time for George Michael, that, because he was ostensibly singing about women, but we now know not interested in women at all. Lots of lots of people did that. It yeah. was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah. F- Freddie Mercury. Yeah, Elton He sang about fat bottom girls. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Um, he just said they make the rocking world go round. I think uh, that was it, what was implied by that is that he was sexually aroused by fat bottom girls. Well, you know. But obviously, clearly, we found later on, not so much. Maybe fat bottom girls was Polari for something else. <laughs> yes, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, Elton John. Yeah, he was married, wasn't he? Yeah. So married was, to Kiki D. Yeah, Michael Barrymore. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know whether Michael Barrymore ever... Um, did any like erotic songs about <laughs> women in order to cover up his his um sexual proclivities yeah that's a story for another another podcast maybe yeah um about michael barrymore did you know that michael barrymore <laughs> they found a dead body at his house a man was <laughs> was table sure. leg to death <laughs> In his swimming pool, at a party. Well, we don't know whether the assault took place in the swimming pool. We found don't know the where the body pool. was found, yeah. and we don't. We're not saying that Michael Barrymore was involved. He was found not guilty. He was not charged, was it? He? he wasn't charged. If I have, if I have a party where oh. someone ends up in the swimming pool with fatal injuries from a table leg, and and well, I'm just saying, yeah. Look, I had a party the other week and there was a unidentified sticky patch all over my tiled floor and I'm not taking responsibility for that. So I don't think that Michael Barrymore should have to take responsibility for things that happened at his party. Who cleaned it? John cleaned it. My housemate John cleaned it. <laughs> I knew John would clean it. Yeah. Has John got an apron? I've never seen him wear an apron, but I think he probably owns one. Yeah, but he's got a pinafore. Come on now. Yeah. Um, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, wrestling shows. Um, so Walthamstow, it's a nice building, isn't it? It's a lovely building. Um, I can imagine the president of Walthamstow lives there. Yeah, what, was he, what would his name be? Um, Walter Stowe. Yeah. Yeah. Walthamstow, J. Trump III. <laughs> but it's lovely. Massive fountain outside. Massive fountain. It's probably the biggest big. fountain I've ever seen. The biggest fountain you've ever seen? Name a bigger fountain. See? Look, you're stumped, aren't you? Where's that Diana fountain? It's not a fountain, is it? It's like a trickly stream, isn't it? <laughs> it is. And that's in uh, Hyde Park? Steve, Hyde Park? No, um, Kensington. Kensington, some park. The one at um, Buckingham Palace is pretty big. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's as big as that. If you know any bigger fountains than the one in Walthamstow, get in touch. Um, so yeah, Fountains we of Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty big yeah they they're were very for big. a little while 2003 yeah 2003 with the hit Stacy's mum has got it going on it wasn't called that it was just Stacy's mum but she's got it going on well apparently <laughs> well at least she did in 2003 yeah I don't know what she's like now it's been 14 she years she might have died <laughs> <laughs> Stacy might have died yeah Stacy might be well, Steve rest in peace Eh? Rest in peace, Stacey and her mum, yeah. who died in a tragic and, getting away from the Fountains of Wayne indeed, accident. And indeed, the Fountains of Wayne's career. Hey now, come on. It's <laughs> a bit far, isn't it? So yeah, so RevPro at Walthamstow. Yeah. Should we just get on with... Yeah, the pro, the programme. The pro, <laughs> this is a programme. Yeah. 
the podcast is called Love the Graps, and we do a thing where we pick some stuff that we loved, stuff that we did not love as much. Yes. So let's kick it off with I Love the Graps, number one. Okay, um, I'm going to read exactly what I've written cool. on this piece of paper here. Uh, Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre Jr. are quite good at wrestling. It's true. It is it's very a fact. true. Yeah. Um, they main evented tonight, didn't they? They did. Um, which is, I mean, I guess that's notable in part. I mean, RevPro are quite good at giving the British guys yeah. a spotlight. Yeah. But when you've got, you know, you've got Naito on the card, who's going into Wrestle Kingdom yep. in January um, in their top title match. Yeah, you've got um, Suzuki on the yeah. card. Um, you've got Desperado on the card. Despacito, yeah. he was on there. Um, you know, you've got all the top New Japan talent, like yeah. Desperado. <laughs> um, it's really encouraging to see that RevPro would put Zach and Will well, on the top. We're kind of blessed, aren't we? Because not only are Zach and Will two of your top British brawlers, <laughs> yeah. as, as they are known yeah, in yeah, the business, yeah. um, they, they are New Japan stars as well. Yeah. Yeah. Chaos and Suzuki Goon. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep saying that, even though I feel much more comfortable saying gun. I'm forcing myself to use the, the, the Japanese pronunciation. Well, you wouldn't say Les Miserables, would you? Yeah, I would. Would you? Yeah. Just, well, because, you know, ironically. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Did you hear me try and pronounce Les earlier? I did, yes. <laughs> you made a good stab of it. I got it right the second time. Yeah. And honestly, I can pronounce it. I did it again just now. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty good at my pronunciation. Yeah. But yeah, they had um, they had a match for, yeah. for the undisputed British heavyweight title. I think it was one of the sort of most notable things about it. It was kind of like there, there was a lot of um, inventiveness. Yes. They, they Obviously, they've wrestled each other a whole bunch of times. Yeah, I think um, I, I don't know if I've seen them wrestle each other before, but so for me it was quite new. But I figured they must be quite familiar with each other because a lot of it was built around counters, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, lots. Like very early on, there was um... Steve's got his hand up. <laughs> was there not a superstar cell match with them? Yeah, I didn't go Poss- that. Possibly, so. yeah, yeah. Um, there, there was a spot early on where Osprey was doing the handspring yeah. thing and Zach was outside the ring and caught his hands as he was doing the handstand. Yeah, I like that. And then dragged him straight out and that was yeah. the first, one of the first point, because there was lots of counter and, yeah. you know, countering, but like one of the first points where it was like somebody's doing one of their signature things. Yeah, Zach had a counter to be Priestley's cheeky Nando's kick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nice that Will gets to use that. I know, she's she's a giver. Yeah. He's our, he's he's, I, do you know what? I would say he's better at it than she is. Really? Well, that's it's unusual a, given she invented it. It's a bold, it's a bold statement. Yeah. Because um, she is an innovator herself. Um, yeah, and you know they, they get like there was a lot of um, maybe we'll talk about it a little bit later. But there was a lot of hitting each other really hard on the whole show. Yeah. And there was plenty of it in this match. Oh, the, some of the kicks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at one point, I genuinely thought Zack Sabre Jr. had kicked Will Ospreay's face off. Yeah. But Will Ospreay just sprang to his feet, 
with his face still attached. Yeah, his face was there. Um, and, um, yeah, came right back at him. Yeah, with yeah. his face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't just that. It was They were hitting each other really yeah. hard. Lots of um, Zach catching Will in holds. Um, lots of Will countering in his own way because he doesn't do hold for hold, but he'll do a little little flip or a cartwheel to get yeah. out of something. And um, Zach finished it with a really ouchy looking submission. Yeah, he does that weird one where he's sat on your head and yeah. grabs your arms. It's the kind of thing your you, your older brother would do. Yeah, to you. definitely. Yeah, kind of. I think it's a it is a weird looking submission, but I think you would have to acknowledge I can't get out of that. No, it's like even if it wasn't really hurting, that's it's that's the end. Yeah, it's just well, I guess I'm stuck here, aren't I? Yeah, might as well tap out because we're not going anywhere unless I do. No, no. I, I enjoyed, particularly about this, Will, Will Ospreay's outfit tonight. He was dressed as, as Spider-Man. Or, this one for real nerds here, Ben Riley's Scarlet Spider. He didn't have, he wasn't full Spider-Man. I noticed this watching New Japan the other day. Because he's got a full Spider-Man get All right, yeah. Like, he's got Spider-Man leggings. <laughs> <laughs> um And on New like the New Japan show last weekend, he only had... He had like Union Jack, which is he had Union Jack style yeah, yeah. leggings today. Um, Spider Man, Spider Man, yeah. On on the weekend, he only had Spider Man knee pads, right? And like elbow things or yeah. wrist thing. I can't remember, but yeah, he has like bits of the Spider Man because yeah. I think he's aware that they, you know, they might come after him, the Spider Man <laughs> Corporation. Well. I also quite enjoyed the fact that Will Ospreay, he, he has these things around his waist that started off he had the flag of uh, Ireland because he has Irish ancestry, England and Essex. Mm. Um, but that's expanded now. There was a Japanese flag, an American flag, an Australian flag, almost like an episode of Sheldon Cooper's Fun With Flags in belt form around his waist. I don't know waist. what you're talking about. What the is cool that? kids will know. What is that reference? The cool kids will know. You know what Sheldon Cooper is? Is that from the Big Bang it program? Is, yes. The cool kids. Yeah. Do not know that. <laughs> That's not the cool kid. You've you've misunderstood. You what know, cool you're Rick are. and Morty, you're Bojack Horseman, <laughs> you're Big Bang Theory. They're all the cool sitcoms <laughs> that the kids are loving. You, you, I know you are right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you forgot to put Dad's Army in that list. <laughs> <laughs> they made a film of that. Yeah, they did. Did you see the it? recent one? Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. Do no. you know what? I've quite fancy watching it because really? lots of like I, I like watching the old men <laughs> have fun. Apparently, you can buy this year to celebrate Poppy Day because mm. that's really what it is, isn't it? It's Poppy mm. Day. Not only can you buy uh, a onesie festooned with poppies, mm. um, it's official merchandise in the British Legion. You can also buy a pair of cufflinks. With Captain Mannering's face on, made from melted down bullets. Yeah, but that really you know sticking <laughs> it, you're sticking it to Hitler there, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, who do you think he's kidding? That's it. Last episode of <laughs> last episode of Love the Grab. Should we move on to another Love the Grab? Yeah, let's get on. Um, let's talk about actually. We'll talk about a couple of men in our last two. Yeah. Love the graps. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put uh, we've got two love the graps left. Yeah. We're gonna give them to two men. 
Because <laughs> you know what? Men don't get enough praise. <laughs> they really don't. In the world. Um, one of them is the coolest man on the planet. Yeah, and the other one is the second coolest man on the planet. I don't know whether he's the coolest man, but... Hey, I, it's pretty cool. Right, let's... First Keith one. Lee. Keith Lee. Keith, Keith Lee. Lee. Um, Keith Lee didn't... I mean, tonight, he didn't really do anything that spectacular. Um, there, was, there was a kind of springboard uh, crossbody, which he did. That was quite impressive. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was just the fact that he was Keith Lee. We, we've spoke about Keith Lee before on this podcast and about our love for Keith Lee. And I hadn't seen him for a little while since the Omari match. And I'd forgotten just how much I loved him again. I think he's endlessly watchable. Yeah. Like, so we, we came into the show. We, well, we'd seen the announcement earlier in the week or last week. Um, and it was him teaming with Eugene Nagata <laughs> against um, Naito and Bushi. Of the single Bernabéus de Japón, which seemed like the well, we've got these fellas left. It seems like a SmackDown 2006. <laughs> We're gonna have ourselves a tag match player, um, but do you know what? I would I would watch that tag team again. Yeah, um, I quite like the idea of Keith Lee and Eugene Nagata being mates. Well, because Eugene Nagata is is dad. We know yeah. that. I, I'm going to put Keith Lee up there as a, as a dad figure. I think he could be a dad. Yeah. I feel I feel like we're getting dangerously close to sexualising <laughs> the whole dad thing. We don't sexualise dad. No, but it I, is think, a thing. I think the more we say dad, there's going to be some pervert at home waiting for us to say the word dad again. Well, I mean, it's not as if we're saying daddy. They're, not, mean, they're not daddies. If I, was, if I had one ounce of effort in my body I would edit out that <laughs> but I don't um, but yeah Keith Lee and what I particularly liked about this was Keith Lee came out to his wonderful theme music as performed by Keith Lee yeah. um, so did Eugene Nagar I mean together <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> separately Keith come Lee out that would have been ace yeah. Um, but yeah is and, it performed by Keith Lee yeah it doesn't sound like him. It is. He does the rapping. I don't so think he does the singing. Oh. Uh, he does the Keith Lee, the man oh, of the hour. He does. All right. Okay. Because there was some talk about um, how do you like, you know, this whole theme music thing about having um, theme music that you can play on whatever. Mm. And he was like, make it yourself. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he made he it did. himself. All right. Okay. I sent him a dollar for it. Good for you. Yeah. You did steal it. And I then did. You sent him a dollar. Well, I didn't really steal it. You did. I didn't. Maybe you wanted more than a dollar. Did you think about that? It's publicly available. And I gave him a dollar anyway. It wasn't publicly available for download, though, was it? Well, it's a grey area, isn't it? Not really. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's completely black and white, but what you did was black. <laughs> <laughs> it was with a black heart. <laughs> You did that. Let's move on to somebody else then. Some... Well, first, can I just say okay, one more Keith Lee point that that Keith Lee took the pin, yeah, um, after being misted, took a mist and two destinos, yeah, to to do for Keith Lee. Mm. Um, 
Naito is in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, mm. and it took two of his special moves. Well, let's not let's not beat around the bush though. If he is to win at Wrestle Kingdom, he will have to hit ten destinations. He will. Um, but Keith Lee made a, an impact last night. We weren't there, but a, a, our good friend uh, Mort, yeah, uh, came over from Denmark. Um, he said that that match was like the 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 show. Um, I th- I'm going to say Keith Lee for G1. Keith Lee for G1. Yeah. I want Keith Lee in G1 next what year. What does the G stand for? So Toriano is <laughs> the third. Love the Grats. Yeah. Um. So we weren't going to go to these shows, were no. we? Like we got a busy weekend. We got yeah. We're going to all for. Um, she won. The she stands for she. Yeah. In that. The Ace of Eve. Um, shows this Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. We weren't planning on going to Rev Pro. We, I mean, we'd kind of drifted away from that a little yeah. bit anyway, the yeah. Your Call shows. But then they announced that Toriano was appearing. Yeah. And that he would be taking on uh, Liverpool's number one. <laughs> As the world's number one, <laughs> <laughs> Zach Gibson. Yeah. Now I love Toriano. Yeah. Um. I love Zach Gibson. Yeah. In a slightly different way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the platonic. Uh, yeah, very platonic. Um, and when the spectre of Toriano coming over to fight for Rev Pro was raised. Um, I was always very much it should be Zach Gibson he fought and Andy Quilden um, praise be and to him uh, he listened to me and put that match together oh, shut up yeah and um, so we couldn't not come after that was announced yeah I mean we probably would have come anyway if Yarn like whoever Yarno was yeah for. yeah yeah um, because we wanted to see Yarno he ticked these people off it, that's a genuine dream match yeah because yano is the kind of person who will make a man infuriated mm. and there are very few people as good as being at being infuriated as zach gibson yeah he's got that face and we saw it quite a lot yeah i mean it was before the match he was doing his shtick yeah he's um i'm gonna talk and you're gonna boo um and he wasn't impressed with yano no he said he had a stupid face. Yeah, well, to, to be fair, he's right. Yeah. Yano has got a stupid face. Yeah, but Yano, it was Yano greatest hits, wasn't it? It was, but it was also a Zach Gibson greatest hits. He did yeah. even did the slipping off the turnbuckle thing, which is kind of a thing that he does. Yes, because Stephen Gerrard or something, yeah. and the um, the Castereo made an appearance. Castereo did make an appearance. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we got Yano removing <laughs> the, the turnbuckle pads. Uh, we got the uh, Yano Ray, um, we got the low blow, yep. and the win with a roll up. Yep. Um, so we've pretty much got it all. We got break, 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 break. Yeah, we didn't get Zach Gibson getting taped up. No, no. We got to leave something for next time. Yeah. I mean, apparently in the match with um, Gideon Gray and um, no fun done. <laughs> no fun done. Um, they they did the powder in the DVD case. Right. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. All the all the hits. Yeah, he had his DVD. He said his DVD was number one. And everyone I mean, laughed. I don't think it's available over here. He had do no they, merch. Do they still have DVD charts? Yeah. Um, I guess. Do you know what? I uh, discovered an old Facebook memory a few weeks ago. Oh, cool. Where I had marvelled at a memory. <laughs> it was a memory of a memory. <laughs> I had marvelled at the fact that uh, the enemy and other such publications in the 70s and 80s used to carry button charts, uh, badge charts. That's stupid. Yeah. Who's keeping track of that? I don't know. Because, but... like, wherever you buy badges, it's normally because somebody's got a badge machine and they're making their own. No, no. I, I, pre- I presume it was, it no was official... done by Gallup. There's no official <laughs> badge There was channels. Yep. There was um you you would buy your enemy and every week they'd have the the badge chart. It's usually the jam over the top or the the you know the two tone man. Mm. Yeah. There you go. No. Yeah. No, that's that's fake news, <laughs> which is in the dictionary in the next year. Yeah, it was the word of the year. It's not yeah. a word. It's two well, no, it's words. Two words. Yeah. How's that happen? Yeah. Um, shall we move on to not my graphs? Shall we? There was plenty more that, were, that to love about tonight. Yeah, there was lots of fun stuff. Um, like the op- opening tag uh, is six man CCK yeah. against uh, some guys from Chaos. Yeah, um, that was very good. Yeah, um, had a very hot ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, Suzuki and Riddle, um, Matt Riddle, the world's dumbest man. They they hit each other quite a lot. <laughs> Again, we'll get onto that <laughs> later. Um, that was quite fun. It's nice seeing Suzuki. Yeah, yeah. Um, first time I'd seen him. So, I mean, he's very ugly, isn't he? He is. What did What did you call him? I called him a skeleton made flesh. Yeah, or Skeletor. <laughs> Skeletor. Made Skeletor flesh. made flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Frank Langella, basically. He yeah. was Skeletor made flesh, wasn't he? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. The film, The Masters of the Universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they really were, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah there was lots to love but there was also a few things that we didn't quite love yeah so let's um this is a big one this is a okay. big one for us okay i think it's something that's it's blighted us for many many years now and in fact i'm gonna say if you don't want to be blighted by this maybe maybe forward this podcast about five minutes because we're probably going to moan for about five minutes about it. Because <laughs> it it may ruin things for you too. Yeah, the, the, we're gonna oh. we're gonna expose the business here. <laughs> gonna the, rip that curtain down. I, this is one of those situations that once you've seen it, it cannot be unseen. Um, so, and I'm not talking about the guy in front of us and his ass <laughs> crack. <laughs> That's one of the, my favourite things about wrestling. <laughs> um, so well, let's let's talk about Chris Roberts then. Okay. All right. Um, now we've spoken before um, about the Roberts crutch. Yeah. We've had Roberts in in things that we love. Yeah. And we've had Roberts in things that we we don't like, particularly the Roberts crutch. Yeah. Roberts gets a lot of criticism. Or well, I mean, levelled at him at shows. Do your job, Roberts. Yeah. But, I mean, he is doing his job. Yeah, that's his job, that, to be a buffoon. Yeah. Um, and when he's doing the Robert's crutch, that's not his fault. No. That's somebody going, now let's do the bit where Robert's gets knocked down. Yeah, we had a Robert's crutch tonight. Just yeah. the one. It's a yeah. change from last year's Wolfenstone, it where probably, it was one in every match. 
I mean, it probably wasn't even that necessary. They no. could have done something else. No. Um, but uh, he did get knocked down and then a... a I don't want to say a steel chair because a lot of it was very padded. <laughs> yeah, Despacito used um, a chair, didn't he? Yeah, there was a chair. But Chris Roberts, when counting three, or rather two and kick out nine tenths, yep. um, he has a tell. Yeah. A tell, if, if you don't know what a tell is, most of you probably do know, but if you don't know, poker players have a tell. Yeah. So if they're bluffing, uh, there's something about them that, that gives away what they're doing. Magicians sometimes have yeah. a tell as well. Um, and referees also sometimes have a tell. And with Chris Roberts, it's it's very noticeable. The thing is, so it's not even so much that it gives away that they're, that they're going to kick out. It's that it's so theatrical. Yeah. So what... So, okay... As I say, if you want to skip ahead a few minutes, feel free to do so. Um, we'll probably be complaining about Josh Bowden. Yeah. Or fans <laughs> of Josh Bowden. Like, if we're talking about Josh Bowden, You're then you've, you've skipped far enough. Yeah. Um, Chris Roberts, when about to count three, does a thing where he sweeps his other arm across as if to lift the shoulder of the person who's supposed to kick out and it's very distracting yeah um it's too much um and maybe it's because i noticed it maybe if i never noticed it i never inflicted upon you you may never have noticed it um but it's very dramatic and like i don't know it's it's it bothers me. Yeah. Now the the theory behind it is to help the wrestlers know that they have to kick out. Um, as as we've just mentioned, Matt Riddle isn't the the smartest man, but most wrestlers, <laughs> um, I presume, are smart enough to remember when they're supposed to kick yeah. out uh, or not. But we've seen if you ever watch Botchamania, um, you'll you'll see there um, where referees you'll hear them go want to kick out, kick out. Um, so he's he's not alone. No. It is a it is a thing, but I I don't know if it is necessary. The thing is, I don't even know whether it is strictly speaking him making sure that they kick out. I think it's kind of almost a stylistic choice that he's made because I think he thinks it looks dramatic, mm. as if he's gone. I bring that hand in as if to check that their shoulder. Oh, their shoulders come up like that. Right. I mean, you can't see what I'm doing, right. but I'm waving my arms around. Um, it's like his body moves with them kicking out. Yeah. There's a whole, yeah, a whole bit of theatre to it. Yeah. But it's, it, 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 it's hard to watch sometimes. I don't like it. No, it's not good. No. Um, and if you carry on, Chris, I hope Shea Persa puts you through more tables. That's Chris Roberts. Not yeah, no. Me. Well, you can go through tables I as don't well. want to go through tables. I'd like to see Shea Persa put you through a table. I'm not, I'm not in that. I'm not in the game. Like well, you kind of are. Yeah, but I... No, not like that. I'm not an on-screen authority figure. Well, you're an off-screen shouting at the uh, ring announcer authority figure. Yeah, I mean, if he wanted to try and put me through a table, then that'd be justifiable. Yeah. Um. So let's move on then. Yeah. Okay, uh, another not my graps. Who in the hell is a fan of Josh Bowden? Well, we know there's that one guy. Yeah. And presumably he does that for effect. Yeah. 
Um, but there were more people tonight. Yeah. Now, I think Josh Bodum has improved of late. Um, I watched uh, a live from the cockpit, live from my living room, uh, when they showed it over the internet. Yeah. Uh, and I was really impressed with Bodum in that. Um, I think he's become quite a good professional wrestler. However, he's a heel. And some heels have fans. We saw it a lot tonight. There were there were people, Suzuki was getting a lot of cheers. It's, it's a Naito. guy, isn't it? Naito got cheered for sneak attacking Keith but Lee. Naito gets cheered in Japan. Yeah, like, I guess. But the, 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 you know, villain hero dynamic is very blurry in Japan. Yeah. Um, Zach Gibson got some cheers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Josh Bodum got some cheers. Now, there is nothing about Josh Bodum's heel persona that warrants any cheers certainly not his velour trunks i do like his velour trunks i did suggest to you that um we we produce a line of love the graps velour tracksuits you yeah. you didn't seem i wasn't super enthusiastic about it no no steve would you buy one no no steve wouldn't buy one so that's one purchase down <laughs> yeah i'd <laughs> buy one fine i might just get my own made okay cool where uh, do you get a velour tracksuit i don't know the market I don't know. Perhaps you do have to make your own. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps you do have to be mad enough to make your own. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think Josh Bodum is fine, but he's not like, like, so I can kind of understand Zach Gibson having fans because I think he is incredibly good at what he does. Yeah. Like, and he's a, incredibly effective as a villain. Yeah. And his shtick is very popular people love to boo him so i can understand why people are into that josh bodum like i never re like he doesn't wrestle like tonight he doesn't wrestle like a a bad guy does he not really he's just kind of cocky no he did call rocky romero a fucking nonce yeah he did do that yeah which he's obviously a prick yeah and it, that's his character and it's not even like a cool prick yeah but like so i i just i don't i don't think he's the strongest as a bad guy and i don't understand why people cheer him i think it's ironic to an extent yeah um and i think it's contrarian at the worst I mean, there were some people tonight just shouting any old shit as well. Yeah. Um, just don't do that. Have a think about what you're going to shout. Yeah, I think there was a man at the very end of the night that shouted um, at Zack Sabre Jr. Make him suck your dick. Yeah, and I heard someone earlier say, bite his dick off. Yeah. And it's just like, where, where's this coming from? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. People are very, very, very strange. As Echo and the Bunnyman sang on the soundtrack of The Lost Boys. Yep. Um, anyway, fans of Josh Bodum, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to the final, not my graps. Yeah. Um, and it's a, a rather wistful, whatever happened to Dave Mastiff? <laughs> yeah, I remember that sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to the likely lads, yeah. uh, the follow-up, whatever happened to Dave Mastiff. Just Dave Mastiff, sitting in a pub. Yeah. 
um, talking to himself. Yeah, and he, he's just wondering, does anybody ever think whatever happened to Dave Mastiff? Yeah. There was that episode where Dave Mastiff had to avoid spoiling the result of the England versus Bulgaria game for himself. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That's a classic. He was so... He didn't realise that he already knew the result. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a result. Game was postponed. Oh. Sorry if I've spoiled that that episode of the, <laughs> I mean, of the sitcom for is you. Is that a classic episode that everybody should have known? Yeah. The uh, thing is, I don't know whether you realise that not everybody who listens to this podcast is 58 years old <laughs> there are certain things that you have to know in life and one of them is that episode <laughs> i mean it was even remade by ant and deck well, yeah but even then for a was... modern audience <laughs> that? that was like 20 years ago <laughs> a modern audience <laughs> my god um this is why we don't have any <laughs> friends who are young and cool is this why blue apron don't want to sponsor us <laughs> This is why even Wimpy, when they're trying to change their image and become a hip, new fast food joint, they're not they're not on board yet. All right, we we you're hoping that we can appeal to the ancient <laughs> side of Wimpy, a bygone era, but they want to move forward, Mate, and you won't keep up with the times. There's a lot of money in Saga. I tell you. <laughs> You know, it's the old people who've got. I don't want to be sponsored in free Parker pens. <laughs> I'd quite like a Stanner Stairlift. Mm. Um, where were yeah, we? Oh yeah, Dave, Dave Mastiff. Mastiff. So Dave Mastiff had a match against Tomohiro Ishii <laughs> uh, today. I, I kind of begro- like. I kind of resent people who insist on pronouncing the second yeah. E sound. I resent people who who do that. Ishii. Where they shout just his name from the audience. Yeah. Like like a Japanese woman. Yeah. Well, I resent when they do it in their normal voice and don't do it as a high-pitched Japanese woman. <laughs> Ishii! I think that they should have to go, Ishii! <laughs> yeah, um, yeah so in a match against Tomohiro Ishii tonight, and oh, we talked earlier about last night's show and the fact that the Keith Lee-Tomohiro Ishii match was match of the night. Mm. match of the decade match of the century yeah. people were raving about it and then tonight on paper yeah people were quite excited about this americans were quite excited about this yeah on paper dave mastiff against tomohiro ishii it seems like it would be a good match yeah um similar sort of size wise yeah somebody did start a chant of big lads wrestling um <laughs> which he pointed <laughs> out that ishii was probably the, the shortest man on a card which did feature Rocky Rero and Kid Lycos. Yeah, he he's not tall, is he? No, and Dave Mastiff's not massively no. tall. Um, um, so wide lads wrestling. Yeah, it hasn't got the same cadence really, yeah. has it? Big butt wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, throw in a bit of Santos Jr. But um, we were talking about Dave Mastiff on the way down yeah. to the show and we couldn't remember if we'd seen him this year. Yeah, I don't think, think we, we have. have. I don't think we have. He, he's not really... I don't know where he is. Yeah, I mean, well, we've not been... We haven't been to loads of progress this year. No. He was, a, he was on progress at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, but has drifted away. I guess he's still doing stuff. I've really not seen his name anywhere. PCW? I don't know if he's even still with PCW. I mean, but... it was the world of sport thing back yeah. at the, the turn of the year. Turn of the year? 
was he was their first champion. Yeah, their their first, and he's reigning um, world of sport champion. Didn't know Grado beat him for it. When did that happen? On well, the same night. Yeah, on the same night. Oh my god, I didn't watch it. Yeah, he he beat Grado, and then Grado beat him. And that's it, isn't it? That's the whole trilogy. He just rolled up into one. Yep. All done. Spoilers there, sorry, for anyone who hasn't watched. I mean, I haven't watched it. No? So it's spoiled for me. Um, He got got rolled into the uh, World of Sport thing, which, you know, it kind of put a few people back a couple of steps this year because what they thought was going to happen with World of Sport didn't. Because it got jarreted. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't even that. It was kind of dead in the water before yeah. that. They they tried to sort of resurrect it ever so slightly with the involvement of the um, Impact crew. And, yeah, and that fell apart. Um, but, yeah, he just, he just kind of gone missing. Yeah. And it, what he did tonight felt like the performance of somebody who's not at the top of his game no who's not really up with what's going on yeah i love dave mastiff i love morales i love dave morales i love all his incarnations yeah. um my first rev pro show was a couple of years ago uh when nakamura was coming over mm. um and he was supposed to face somebody or oh, i can't remember but they dropped out um and they needed to scramble for a replacement. And I was urging them to, to yeah. pick Dave Mastiff. I would have really liked that. In the end, it was Roderick Strong, I think, got the job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so I would like to see Mastiff get still get a run, a serious run somewhere. Because, I mean, I like the banter clause stuff. It was fun. But it was a waste of him, really. I mean, he's very good at it. Yeah, well, he kind of, in progress, got stuck with the origin who became yeah. a joke real quick. Like they they just kind of were doing comedy stuff, um, but he's one of the few genuinely intimidating big dudes that we have in the UK. Yeah, we don't have loads of people who are like physically imposing no. like him. Um, and I guess maybe he's getting on towards being on the old side now. Like he's been knocking around for well over 10 years now isn't yeah, he? i mean he's in his early to mid 30s is he yeah so so say he's in his mid 30s that's still like a, an elder statesman in, yeah. in the current brit rest landscape isn't yeah. it um and maybe i don't know maybe the stuff with world of sport means his heart's not in it so much and i mean he did he tr- he, he it wasn't dogging it tonight. No. Like, it wasn't, like, House Show Pentagon Jr. Or, you know, even some of the performances we've seen out of Ishii in yeah. the past. Like, it's just, it didn't seem to fit with a lot of what the show did. For instance, we, we talked a lot about, on um, you know, that sh- this show, how people were hitting each other really hard, con- like, throughout the whole night. Mm. And Ishii did some of that tonight. But Mastiff, when he was giving the strikes back, wasn't matching him. Well, no, it's it's weird because um, I, at a uh, show a few months ago, I spoke to Brandon Thomas, who came up around the same time, a little bit earlier than Dave Mastiff, through the same sort of school. And now he just does All-Star. Mm. And I, it was at a Fight Club Pro show. And I mentioned to him, oh, do you not want to 
do some stuff at Fight Club Pro. And he's like, nah, they hit too hard. And I wonder if there is something like that, that Dave's from a previous generation. Yeah, maybe. Where it isn't really this and maybe, smacking shit out of each other. Maybe we're to blame. Yeah. Because we like some of that stuff. Yeah. Like, sometimes I watch it and I cringe. Like, certainly early points in that Suzuki Riddle match where they yeah. were really hitting each other really hard. It's the sound of Suzuki's hand hitting wow, Riddle's chest. Suzuki doesn't just slap you. He no, does. There's like, a weight strikes. behind it, isn't there? Um, and it just felt out of place. It just yeah. felt like Mastiff was. It was. It, it wasn't doing what everybody else was doing. And and as I say, maybe that's the fault of us, the audience, to some yeah. extent, because we've come to expect it. Yeah. Um, so sorry, Dave. What what happened to you? I don't know. I'd love uh, I'd love to see him have a career renaissance. Yeah. Um, Book him. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I had a nice yeah. time. Um, it was a lovely time. I love the Walford Assembly Halls. Um, I do quite like a Rev Pro show. You know what you're going to get with a Rev Pro show. There's no surprises. Um, you get what's what's written down. They and, never and do a scramble, nice. do they? No, I'd quite like a scramble. Yeah. We would like a multi-house. Um, do love a scramble. Yeah. Um, Andy, if you're listening, I know you listen to me over Zach Gibson. Um, maybe you want to book a scramble next time. Get that El Fantasmo. He's good in a scramble. Yeah. I know you like him. Um, get Flash Morgan Webster. He's good in a scramble. Yeah, just get all of the people that were in the last Fight Club Pro scramble. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you want to put Flash Morgan Webster against Keith Lee, because that's a match, apparently. Yeah. What's Keith Lee doing tomorrow? I don't know. What What is Keith Lee doing tomorrow? Perhaps he'll turn up at Lucha Forever. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he'll be in the she one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wear little bunches in his hair. Yeah, I'd quite like to see that. Well, Matt Riddle's done that before, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. But he could, he could wear, like, a little... Um, comedy like beret with like little plaits coming out the bottom of it right yeah, yeah. i'd yeah. like that i'd like to see that would you yeah <laughs> yeah i would um so yeah that was rev pro yeah. um this isn't the only podcast that we're doing no. this weekend because that was not the only wrestling show that we no. go into um we will be back tomorrow we are two times wrestling shows tomorrow um that's we're not doing one in between no 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 that just wouldn't be feasible logistically um so we're going to eve she won ace of eve tournament it's a round robin yeah we're going to an afternoon show and then an evening show lots of wrestling lots of wrestling and we'll be doing the same on sunday afternoon and evening so expect a couple more podcasts this weekend recorded in various different locations. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Anything else to add? No, I have no further business. No. Okay. No. Steve, you got anything? No. Okay, thank you, Steve. <laughs> um, it is now 33 minutes past midnight. Um, I've had a message from my friend John saying, guys, how was your time? Was it good? Ask me if you go to Pinnaforum. No, I won't. 
Um, so, um, you know, iTunes, get on that. Yeah, five-star review. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we keep saying it, but I don't think anybody's doing it. Do you ever do it to podcasts you like? No. If I Maybe you should. Start paying it forward. Yeah. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll go and review two of the 50 podcasts that I follow. Five stars. That means everybody else has to rate this five stars. Yeah. I'm going to go and rate um, a, a little known part. I don't know if you've heard of this podcast. Mm. This American Life. Yeah, that'll really help them yeah. with their algorithms. Yeah, I'm going to put their <laughs> algorithm up. Um, so that's cool. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, at Love the Graps. Um, head over to the Facebook group. Do a little chat on there. We do yeah. little people say things and it's nice. Yeah. We have a little conversation on there. Um, and that's it. Yeah. What a lovely evening we've had. We have. Um, so I'm going to think about it. You can think about it if you like. You bought a sleeping bag with you. I have. So if that's what you're interested in, maybe you should go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we crashed for the sun.